Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast ahead of a weekend that could see Zidane collect his 10th title as a Real Madrid coach as he leads his team into Sunday's Super Cup final against Atletico Madrid. His record in finals is exemplary. Eight finals, eight victories, and his record looks even more impressive when you actually break it down. Since 2016, he's competed in 12 competitions and he's won nine of them. And few thought we'd be talking about this second coming just nine months after he returned. And in terms of resurrecting players on the brink when he took over, well, Isco and Cruz are back to something resembling what we know they can produce. And of course, there has been the emergence of Valverde from just prospect to a first choice player. Remember, it's literally just weeks ago on October the 19th when Madrid were beaten by Mallorca that some began to question whether or not Zidane was the right man and whether or not Mourinho would have been the better option. Since that defeat, by the way, they're unbeaten. And remember, during the course of this season, they've played 26 games in total and they've been beaten on just two occasions. A meeting with Atletico in Sunday's final will be meeting number 196 since they first met back in February of 1929 and Madrid have won 101 of those meetings with 46 draws and just 48 losses. Atletico have won just three of the last 15 meetings. Two of those, though, have come in cup games. The Super Cup back in August of 2018 and a Champions League semi-final second leg victory in May of 2017. I don't expect a goal feast. Uh, three of the last six meetings between these two have ended goal-less. And remember, we have the two best defences in La Liga up against each other. Only 12 goals in 19 games have been conceded by both Atletico and Real Madrid. Now, moving on to the transfer business, the rumour and speculation of which there is plenty, Zidane still has a very close eye on Angolo Conte over at Chelsea, the soon-to-be 29-year-old seen as a perfect fit for Zidane's squad for next season, can operate, of course, in multiple positions. The only issue will be the price, but if Chelsea has failed to qualify for Champions League this season, he could be much more attainable than if they do. Gareth Bale, of course, as he always is, is mentioned as a possible make-weight in this deal. If this doesn't work, uh, then 23-year-old Mark Roja over at Espanyol, another choice. He was on the radar last summer, but no move was made. He's got a 40 million release clause in his contract, which is just two years left to run. There is also the potential here to offload Brahim Diaz. He actually has managed just 435 minutes of football since he arrived from Manchester City last January. Now, newly crowned African Footballer of the Year, Sadio Mane won't leave the gossip columns either. Playing in La Liga is a dream for him, it's said, either at Real Madrid or Barcelona. He doesn't mind which. Uh, Liverpool, of course, do mind, however. Uh, to lure the 28-year-old away is not going to be easy, and it certainly won't be cheap. Another possible contender for Madrid's forward line is the Polish international Milik, who's over at Napoli, of course. The former Ajax and Leverkusen striker has told Napoli that he won't renew his deal that ends in 2021. He's actually currently on a really prolific run of form as well. 11 goals in 10 games in Serie A overall. His Serie A record, 34 goals in 76 games since he signed in 2016. His agent, it said, has already contacted Madrid.
Also still occupying space is Marcus Rashford's name and Madrid weighing up their options with Donny van der Beek as well as Manchester United and Barcelona enter the race to sign him. Though again, it's worth remembering here that van der Beek and Ajax as well have always maintained that he will go nowhere this January. If he is going to move, it will be in the summer. Uh, Milan keeper Donnarumma's name started to appear just before Christmas. His agent, Mino Raiola, will be in Milan in the next few weeks to talk about his contract. Uh, This actually runs out in 2021. Milan fear that his agent will try to engineer a move away, citing their modest position in Serie A's hierarchy these days. Certainly won't be a surprise to see Donnarumma move on in the summer. Every word that is attributed to Kylian Mbappe is poured over and scrutinised this week. It's no different. He was asked about a potential exit. He said, this is not the time to talk about this. This is a time to play football. Uh, There are many deadlines. I just want to focus on the season. And regardless of the 350 million fee to get him, plus the potential 50 million per season in salary, Madrid still have company from Manchester City who see him as the natural successor for Aguero. Now, one who won't be going to Madrid is Lautaro Martinez, who has said that if he leaves Inter, it will be to go to Barcelona to play with Messi or the Premier League. Now, continuing with this policy of investing in the very best upcoming talent, Zidane's still very keen and keeping close eyes on Eduardo Camavinga. Over at Rennes, the player who celebrated his 17th birthday only in November has a price tag on him of around £40 And Madrid, along with a clutch of clubs from Premier League and Serie A, all keen to sign him in the summer. Now, despite enjoying life to the full in Paris, Mauro Icardi still sees his future in Spain. After the usual pick-and-mix selection of comments from his wife and agent, it looks very much certain that he isn't going to be staying for a second season with Paris Saint-Germain, the soon-to-be 27-year-old. He remains keen on a move to Madrid, it said, which would be financed by the sale of Luka Jovic. Now, the future of Gareth Bale is always a trending topic, it seems, for media. His agent, Jonathan Barnett, has all but ruled out his client would leave this year. He said it is very unlikely when responding to the question, his words on Zidane. He shows no respect for a player who has done so much for Real Madrid, also getting an airing again. Uh, Bale, remember, in the midst of his worst run of form since he arrived at the club, he's managed just two goals, both in the same game against Villarreal this season. That was back on September the 1st. He's provided little for others as well, just two assists. The unfortunate thing here is... Uh, that this uneasy truce between the two parties is set to rumble on, it looks, for another two years until 2022 when Madrid can finally wash their hands of a player that they've been trying to rid themselves of for a considerable time. And that just about concludes today's roundup. Don't forget, you can catch up with all of the previous episodes of the podcast on the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com. We will be back next week. In the meantime, enjoy the Super Cup final on Sunday. And from me, Tim Capel, bye-bye for now.